I've said it before and I'll say it again. You need to believe in you. One of the biggest game changers in hitting more of your goals and bringing in more of the success you want is simply standing in the belief that those things are possible for you. Why? Because your brain starts to think differently. It starts to ask more productive questions. It starts to open doors for opportunities you may not have seen before. Now it's easy to talk about, but what if you're not quite feeling it yet? Today we jam on how to harness the power of believing so you can show up differently in your life and business and bring in the kind of money that leads to freedom, fulfillment, and the feeling of success. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Denley, the mindset coach that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Sarah Wiles. Sarah is an online business mentor for done-for-you service providers. She helps virtual assistants, online business managers, and social media managers build successful, profitable, balanced businesses in weeks instead of years. She's also a wife, mama, dog mama, exercise enthusiast, champagne connoisseur, four-letter word addict, and co-founder and co-host of The Happy Thoughts Show. Sarah, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Ah, so excited. Um, So I read your bio, but I would love to hear in your own words. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do and why you do it? Yeah. So I serve... I serve a space that not many online coaches are serving, which is the done-for-you space. So if you're in that, you know, industry, you totally get what I mean. And if you're not, you're like, what what are you, what are you, done for who, done for me? (laughs) Um, And so what I mean by that is simply people who are doing work that is completely done for you. So those usually look like virtual assistants, online business managers, social media managers, and then there's a couple of other folks in there like Facebook ads experts and graphic designers and web designers. Um, And so I support them in starting and scaling their businesses in a way that is both balanced and profitable. I think a lot of women specifically, and most definitely mothers, get into the online space because they want the balance. Um, But so often all we know is how you achieve success from the corporate space. And what they end up doing is remaking themselves a corporate business that, you know, for themselves where they have no balance and no boundaries with their clients. So Mm -hmm. it's a really big piece of what I do. Um, Yeah. Why do I do it? Oh gosh, because it's awesome because I love empowering women because I believe that women deserve better than um, the options that are in the corporate space only. Um, And specifically mothers, I'm a mom. I started my business when I had a 16 month old on my hip and this has been the best thing in the world for me, for my son and for my husband, because I get to work when my son is in school. Um, and I really get to have fun with him and be available for sick days and, you know, days off of school, like this coming Monday, that's President's Day, uh, and not have to worry about what will my boss think and, you know, what will my clients think and will I not get paid and all those kinds of things. 
Oh, I love that so much. And I can totally relate to that too, because I know when I started, so I have a background in branding and graphic design. And when I had started, you know, basically going freelance. Um, I had left my corporate job in New York City. I had moved out to Denver. I was like, okay, I'm going to try this whole freelance graphic design thing. I'm going to start getting clients on my own. And, you know, it's so funny how that transition happens because you go from like not wanting to work a nine to six anymore to, oh my God, I need clients and I need them yesterday (laughs) to, oh my gosh, I have so many clients and I have no time anymore. And what did I do to myself? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's so common though. And it's really understandable because, you know, my background is in corporate events and, and I talk about this all the time, but the way I was successful in my corporate event planning job is not the reason that I'm successful here. So in corporate events, I was successful because I worked 20 hour days, 10 days on end on site. And I was the first one up and the last one to bed. And I didn't take breaks to feed myself or to even use the restroom in the middle of the day, you know? And so Mm -hmm. of course we bring, you know, that idea of success to our businesses and then wonder why we're totally drained and burnt out again. Uh, and it's obvious to you and I who have already gone through that transition, but it's not obvious to everybody. Yeah. I totally feel you. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's so hard to, when you, when you don't know another way, it's really hard to find that structure to begin with. Right. It's really hard to, cause you know what you're doing isn't working. You're like, well, we can't keep doing this. Like this is not sustainable, Right. but you don't necessarily know how to shift or how to pivot or what to do differently. And I think, that's when all of that fear starts to creep in because you're like, but no, like working this way is what got me here, right? So this is what Mm. I need to keep doing. (laughs) Right. Surely there's not a better way. Surely I can't find clients who will respect the fact that I'm a human being with needs outside of work, you know? Right. Exactly. Who want to take weekends and have time for dinner and not eat in front of their computer. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But you can. And that's the cool part. Yes. Amazing. Um, So what would you say, I know you've worked with clients in this space quite a bit. So what would you say has been the the biggest mindset shift for them in this space in moving their business forward? Yeah. I, gosh, I think belief is such a big one, belief in yourself and belief in what's possible. So kind of piggybacking on off of the what we were just talking about, so many women come into this space from their corporate backgrounds and they just have no idea what's possible for them. Uh, and 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 maybe even they see that it's possible for someone else, like for me or for you, but they don't believe that it's possible for them. So that Mm -hmm. that shift in belief for themselves, I find that the second people start to believe and really understand that the possibilities are endless once they believe that that's the truth – everything changes. And what's so cool about this space is they get to look at someone like you or me who has built a business like this and borrow that belief for a minute, right? So if they can't yet wrap their head around, I can, I can do this. I can make a, uh, you know, have a business online and bring in the income that I want into my business in a way that actually serves me as a human being trying to live life instead of gets in the way of that, you know, if they can't get wrap their head around that for themselves, they can look at you or I and go, okay, well, if it was possible for her, maybe it's possible for me, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So where... I just want to go a little bit deeper on this because I think sometimes we use this lingo Mm. and people aren't necessarily sure what it means quite yet, right? So can we go a little deeper on when you say like it's based in belief? What does that actually mean to you? Mm. Belief? Oh, gosh. If we go deeper, what does that mean? 
I guess it's knowing it deep down inside, knowing deep down in your gut, this is something that's possible for me. I believe in myself. I believe in, you know, regardless of what your your background is. So whoever that higher power is, assuming that there is one, like I believe that there is a higher power that's working on my side. Um, and so if I show up, if I, you know, do good work, if I'm a good human, that will come back to me. Does that make sense? Uh, Yes. So that totally makes sense. And I think that all goes back to the thoughts that are going through our head, right? So I think when we're talking about standing in belief, we're saying, you know, not if we get to the very core of it, right? When you're in that, like, okay, this isn't sustainable. I can't keep doing that. Like I basically built a new job for myself and this feels heavy and hard. Mm. I think a lot of times those are the thoughts that are going through our head. And I think when we say, okay, you need to believe that you can do this. Like we're talking about shifting those thoughts entirely. We're talking about shifting them to something that's more empowering. That's saying, okay, I see other people out there creating these kind of businesses for themselves. I know it's possible for someone. Why wouldn't it be possible for me? How can I start creating that kind of structure? How can I start creating that kind of boundaries? And when we start asking those kind of more productive questions, um, I think that's when it's easier to stand in belief. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. And I think there's a piece here too, and almost like a little bit of a misunderstanding, where it doesn't mean you can't still doubt yourself sometimes. Oh yeah, totally. You know, like you can't still be afraid. I think so often people think like, well, if I believe in myself a hundred percent, then that's the only way to make this work. Listen, like I doubt myself and my abilities on the daily. It's just that I decide to not listen to those doubts and instead, you know, bring better, more positive, more productive. I loved that word that you just used thoughts into my brain and act on those versus acting on the doubts. Totally. I mean, totally. We're not trying to like take the human being out of (laughs) running a business, right? Yeah. I think that's like almost a little bit of the problem with the online space is people feel like they have to be, um, like it's so black or white, right? Like you either believe 150 million percent or you believe zero percent and there's no room for that gray area, you know? And like, it's mostly gray area, let's be honest. (laughs) Right. Totally. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, this kind of reminds me too of that idea that you only have to tip the scale, right? So you don't necessarily have to believe like 100% gung-ho all the way in the other direction, right? Because like you said, we're only human. Those self-doubts are going to come up because like, hello, we all have good days and bad days. Like, but you can tip the scale and you can decide to focus more on the positive thoughts and more on the productive thoughts. And I think that's when we start kind of feeling better or start moving things in the other direction is when Mm. we say, okay, like this is like these thoughts are making me feel better. These thoughts are what's working and, you know, what's propelling my business more so than wallowing in self-doubt, right? Because that never gets us the results we want either. Um, And starting to like kind of shift it and move it over. And I I don't want to make it sound like this stuff happens overnight because it can be a process, right? So I know that one of the things that you talk about is is getting your first client before you dive into some of the more logistical pieces of like, how am I even going to invoice this client? Or do I have the right like project management software? Or like, I don't even have a logo yet. So what am I going to do about that? So can you talk to me a little bit more about that? Yes. Well, I think that 
logo, website, project management tool, knowledge of, you know, the most recent changes of Instagram algorithms. There'll always be a thing that's going to stand in the way of actually doing the thing that we want, right? Which is starting the business, scaling the business, whatever. So that's why I'm such a huge huge advocate of people just getting the client. Don't worry about the 97 other things that you don't know because you're never going to know them all. (laughs) Um, And just get the client and we'll figure out the rest from there. Um, That's certainly been the case for me. When I first started my business, I found success really quickly. And I actually started as a virtual assistant before I became a mentor. And I worried so much less about knowing all the things because I knew that uh, I believed so fully in my ability to be resourceful and learn things on my own. And we live in such a beautiful time where Google and YouTube are at our fingertips. So if you don't already know about the changes to the Instagram algorithm and you take on a client that then wants to know what's going on, you can Google, right? But you don't have to know that before you get the client because there'll always be something else that you don't know. Always, 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 always. Do you agree? Yes. And I think, you know, business isn't, business is a constant up leveling, right? There's Mm. never a spot where you've like, quote unquote, arrived or you've learned every single thing you could (laughs) possibly know. Cause like, what would that even look like, right? Like, before you ever reached it, someone else would create some new tech platform and you'd have to learn it all over again, right? people do think that. And to be totally honest, I certainly thought that there was absolutely a point, um, in my business where I felt like, Hey, once I make, once I get to this income, uh, level on a monthly basis, I will have made it. You know, I really thought that. Mm -hmm. And then I got there and I was like, wait a minute, I don't feel different. I don't feel like Beyonce. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Did I do something wrong here? And I was like, no, you just never actually really feel like that. You know? Yeah. Or you can feel like that, but that's a decision, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can feel like you've made it. Like, sure. Why not? Let's all walk around feeling that way. (laughs) I think think the thing is like the external factors aren't ever going to make you feel like you're ready. So like the 10K month didn't make me feel like I made it. You knowing how to to, you know, get your clients more likes and engagement to skirt the algorithm on Instagram isn't going to make you feel like you're ready. Same, same. Because <laughs> it doesn't come from the external factors. It comes from inside. Totally. 100%. And I mean, that goes back to that belief that we were talking about too, is just this idea of not relying on the external factors, but cultivating that belief from within basically and standing in that belief that you're going to get your first client and then you'll figure out all the stuff you need to know along the way. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's so much more powerful than spending, spinning your wheels and learning quote unquote, all the platforms Mm -hmm. um, and then getting your client because chances are your client may not use those tools anyway. Right. Girl, that is, I I can't tell you how many, you know, I get questions from people all the time, but I get this question most from, you know, friends and family who know what I do and want to start similar businesses. And they always say, what should I learn? What should I go take a course on? What should I get training on? And I'm like that? Nope. Nope. So I'm not going to answer that question for you because it doesn't matter because you're going to go learn the ins and outs of Pinterest. And then your client is going to want you to work in ConvertKit. So it's a no for me. Yep. (laughs) Yes. And there isn't like you, there's no certification for all of these platforms, right? They're all different. They all have different uses and needs and um, goodness, like I was running a design business, but I learned how to use ConvertKit and I learned how to use Pinterest. <laughs> and, you know, like there, there was no course in college on that. I can tell you right now, right? you know, 
And I don't think like even piling on more certifications necessarily always leads to those results either. I really do think that like just doing the mindset work to know that you are resourceful enough to look for Mm -hmm. the answers when you need them Mm -hmm. can be so much more powerful than like getting some stamp of approval, basically. Mm, I totally agree with you there. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) I love what happens when clients get their first client, their like first like, oh my God, I can actually make money doing this thing that I set out for myself client, right? Um, so I would love to see, I would love to hear the transformation that you notice in your client when that belief kind of like comes to fruition, when they're like, okay, I've been believing myself for so long and I know it's going to happen and I'm borrowing your belief, but oh my God, it just happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's great because what's really cool for me is um, I get a lot of, and I work with people at all levels. So they're either starting or scaling, but I get a, a good number of brand new VAs who either have maybe had one or two clients or have had no clients. And those are the easiest clients to take this, sh- to, to do this shift with um, because I provide, and this is something that's a little bit different about what I do, but because I was a VA and an OBM and I built a really great network for myself, when I stopped doing that work, I still got leads coming in my door. Yes. So I figured out that I could just start feeding those leads to my clients and to help them get the clients, right? And so that's easiest with these brand new VAs who are, you know, super um, just giddy and also resourceful and just willing to do any work as they should be, right? So those are the people that I see it with most often. And I actually had one client this week who, you know, she had been in her business for a couple of months now. She had one client who was not an ideal client at all and wasn't paying her invoices and, you know, had all sorts of issues. My new client got two clients this week. And I think she said something to the effect of, um, I cannot, I didn't believe that these people were out there, that people would actually value the work that I do, that would pay me for it, that would pay my invoice when I asked it to be paid and that they would be a joy to work with. And it's so funny because all I say is, I told you, (laughs) I I told you this was true. And now you get to see that this is true, right? So it's really great for me because I get to facilitate that so much quicker for them. Um, And then it's like the sky's the limit because now they've seen what's true. They have evidence that this is true. And so they know that this, if this was true one time for them, it could be true again for them. Yes. And just it, it just creates this kind of like snowball effect, right? Because once you know it's possible, it's so much easier to believe in it, to believe in yourself, to know you can get back there again. You know what it feels like. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like magic. (laughs) It is totally magic. (laughs) Amazing. It's easy to become overwhelmed by all the things you could be doing to grow your business. In fact, the biggest game changer I see in my clients is when they step away from the worry and the stress and cultivate the mindset they need to focus on the right actions, the ones that will actually grow their business and lead to more money in the bank. If you're tired of spinning your wheels and are looking for strategic mindset coaching so you can find the clarity and focus you need to get out of your own way and see more of the results you actually want, go ahead and sign up for my free stress to success coaching call. During this 30-minute mindset and strategy session, I'll help you uncover the mindset shift that will make the biggest difference for you so you can start taking the right actions consistently and start saying no to the things that aren't bringing in results. Head over to amandadennelly.com slash free call to book. I do three of these each week, so get over there and book yours today.
So did you say that you provide a matchmaking service um, to help other business owners kind of find these done-for-you service providers? I do. So I think that's a really cool part is not only do I get to serve my clients and helping them to find leads, I also get to serve other entrepreneurs who aren't in the done-for-you space to help them find really great, high-quality service providers. Um, And what's really cool about that is, you know, I don't know about you, but, you know, I have people on my team. I have an OBM and a VA that that serve me. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm most interested in working with people who are serious about being online and people who want to invest in themselves and their business, right? So I think that's a part of why my matchmaking service has been so successful and I've had so many great matches is because, you know, when somebody comes to me, they're essentially most of the time, not always, because if I don't have a client that matches up with a need, I will go outside of my client base to find that person. Um, you know, but most of the time they're hiring one of my clients and you know that they're serious because they've invested in themselves by hiring a coach, you know? Yes. Yep. Totally. Um, you know, so that kind of just gives them some some automatic clout, uh, you know, and, and people know that they're that they're serious and that they're going to pr- produce good work and that they're getting the training to do that work. So yes, amazing. Yeah. We'll be sure to link to that in the show notes yeah. too. So if anyone out there who's listening to this is like, oh my gosh, I need one of these people like yesterday, they can you. reach out and they can find you because I know I know those needs come up and I know when you're when you're in it and your business is growing and you're like, you know, everyone talks about hiring a team and bringing team members on, but like, where do you find good people? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's really hard to find good people. I think almost everyone I know has some sort of VA horror story. <laughs> so I like to save people from the horror story. <laughs> you too? Uh, no, I did. thankfully I do not have a VA horror story, but I mm. went on like a little mental spiral there of what that could look like. So <laughs> it looks messy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, totally. Um, so can we spend a moment just kind of like talking about what building a team can do for you in your business? For sure. So there comes a point in your business and, you know, it it really is going to vary when based on you and the amount of time and effort that you have to put into your business. But eventually there will come a time where you don't have time (laughs) anymore or time is not your best resource to be using Mm -hmm. in your business, right? And, you know, a better resource to be using is probably money, right? And so that, that, that time comes when you're like, there's more that I want to do here, but I'm maxed out on my capacity of things to do. Or I don't want to learn how to use Pinterest. I don't want to learn how to automate and segment in active campaign. I don't want to learn, right? I would rather just hire someone to either learn it or who already knows it. Um, and so that's like, you know, that's, that's usually the time when somebody wants to bring on a team is they don't have the, they don't have the time to do the work themselves or they don't have the knowledge to do, to do the work themselves. Um, and listen, I've, I've done a lot of that. <laughs> time is not my best resource <laughs> at all. I have a, you know, tiny child, not a tiny child, I have a three-year-old. Um, so I have to be really careful about where I spend my time and what I do with my time. And that's where my team has really been able to support me because I'm using them in the way that they, um, you know, I'm using their skills uh, and they have skills that I do not have. And they're also helping me to use my time more effectively in my business. 
I love that. And I think you're so right on that. I don't have time or basically like I don't want to um, when it comes to those tasks. And the reason I bring this up is because I know that was one hurdle that I faced in my business was just, you know, kind of getting to this point where I was maxed out and like looking at the tasks I had on my plate and the time I had available and also like the things that I actually wanted to do. And I know when I was starting this podcast, like I did not want to be in their podcast editing. Like it's not that I doubted that I could learn it yeah. because I, God, I've learned so many things in this business. I'm sure that would, <laughs> we could just add to the list. Right. But I just, I just knew it wasn't a good use of my time. I knew that there was going to be someone else out there that was going to be way better at editing, that was going to be way better at audio, that was going to, you know, be someone where this is what they do, as opposed to me being like, yeah, I'll learn it on the side, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was another point where it was so important for me to stand in that belief and just know that, you know, this was the best decision for me. And this was me using my time and money most effectively, because I know that there's some fear that can creep in there too, right? Like this fear and the need for that belief doesn't go away as you grow your business, right? Mm-hmm. It's still there. It's you you just find different ways that you need to use that kind of mindset work that you've used in the past to continue moving forward. And I think like it for me it was like the fear of like okay, if I put money towards this am I going to wish I had done it for myself or mm-hmm. um like I recently hired a VA to help me with some Um, content scheduling and getting more of that content out there. And like, okay, if I was having her do that, was I going to wish that, you know, I had done it instead. But when you look like, I mean, I actually just ran the numbers, right. And I, I was looking at like, okay, what makes the most sense? And I think like just believing in like making a decision and then just really believing in the decision being the right one for your business has made a tremendous difference in like what I spend my time on each day, but also the money that I bring in, you know? Mm -hmm. I could not agree with you more. I think, listen, bringing on your first team member is scary (laughs) for sure, right? Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, Team member goes before, you know, the team member should always be paid before you get paid, right? And so if you're right at that place where you're like, I'm making money in my business to pay myself, but this is a really scary investment to to bring somebody on, right? Like you have to be sure that you know that you have to pay that person before you pay yourself, right? Um, But but at the same time, you know, this is, this is a massive up level for you. And what, right? So like your VA is scheduling out your content. What else, if you didn't have those three hours every week or however long it takes you or every month to schedule out that content, you know, what income producing activities could you work on that would push the needle closer to your goals in your business for this year in those three hours, right? And would that net you more likely than it's going to cost you in three hours of VA, you know, time? Of course. Totally. And just considering your zone of genius too. Like I know that my, like I know that there are people out there that like this is their zone of genius. They can schedule things way faster than I can. Also, like I'm going to be there overanalyzing the posts or like God knows what, right? So who needs that? Um, So they can like, this is their zone of genius. They can take it. They can run with it, right? Like I am so much better at other things. I would so much rather be on a coaching call. I would so much rather be doing this podcast interview with you. Like I can just like list the reasons, right? (laughs) Um, But also, I mean, I think when we're working in that zone of genius, like 
quite clearly, that's when we do our best work, Mm -hmm. right? So we need more people working in their zone of genius. Mm -hmm. And like, I would much rather invest my money in someone else doing that than me like spreading myself thin and trying to make it work, right? 100%. Listen, it's like you're up-leveling to the next version of the CEO in your business, right? So the CEO of Apple doesn't schedule his own content on social media. I can promise you that, right? Like, <laughs> like I will promise you that. The CEO of Apple doesn't segment his email list. The CEO, right? Right. And like, we're not at that level. So that's okay if y'all are still doing some of that. But think about what the next level of the CEO in your business would not be doing. And that's, those are the tasks to start outsourcing, right? If you don't like doing it, or if you don't have knowledge of it, or if there are other tasks that you know are going to move the needle closer to your goals in your business, those are the ones to let go of first, for sure. Yes, totally. Ugh, so in support of that. Um, and then just believing that it'll pay off, you know, <laughs> believing that it's going to fuel your business more than you doing those yourself. You know, I think that's that's so powerful. Yes. I will say there's one thing that I see that happens so often. When somebody brings a brand new VA onto their team, if they've never managed somebody before, you know, in their Mm. prior job, or they've never had a team member before, and that's that people expect the VA to do things perfectly and exactly like they would do it. (laughs) And no one is ever going to be you. There will never be a duplicate of you. Any team member that you bring on is never going to do things exactly like you would. And there's also... um, you know, there's an onboarding period there where they really need to learn about you and your business and your communication styles and how you do like things and how you don't like things. And just like you give yourself the space and the grace in your own business to make mistakes, if you really want to have someone on your team long-term who's invested in your business, who's invested in you, who really cares about your success, you have to know that you have to invest in training them and in giving them the time to make mistakes and figure out your business as well. That's huge. That's like sidestep, but that's like the next thing that I want to start helping people do because I see this issue all the time. <laughs> totally. And I think there, and there's this tendency to think that like, okay, I'm going to bring this person on and it's going to be like this quick fix or yes. this magic pill. And all of a sudden everything's going to be perfect. And then I'm going to have so much more free time. Yep. Like, yes, but it might take six months, you know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> there is this, like, I don't think like, Personally or professionally, I've ever grown more than in training someone else to do things (laughs) because, because I mean, it stretches you, right? Mm -hmm. Like it, it pushes buttons you didn't know were there and you have to like learn like, okay, that like maybe this wasn't what I wanted or maybe this didn't look exactly how I would have done it or, you know, whatever that might be. But you have to one, recognize that in yourself Two find a nice way to communicate it, right? Because you can't just be like, this is wrong, right? Like that's not an option. Um, So be able to communicate effectively and also be able to communicate like how you can change it so that, you know, this doesn't happen again or how we can learn and grow for next time. Um, And all those kind of like, I mean, honestly, it's sometimes it feels like, any form of like teaching, right? Where it's like, okay, like next time let's learn from this experience. Let's grow together. Um, but I think that, I mean, on both ends that can be powerful because those are like, those are life skills guys. (laughs) Like (laughs) 
These aren't just business skills, like effectively communicating and talking about how we can like move forward. Like this is a life skill. Yeah. A hundred percent. Everybody needs these skills. (laughs) Kindness, communication, understanding, grace. These are all life skills. Patience. Yeah. Patience. (laughs) Mm -hmm, For sure. For sure. Yeah, totally. Um, But I think, I mean, I totally understand where you're coming from there where, you know, it isn't a magic fix, but it is an opportunity to grow in these ways that will benefit you in the long run. And I think that that can be the game changer. Yeah. And I think it can be magical. Don't get me wrong. Like I think sometimes (laughs) you have the perfect, you know, need and then the perfect service provider who totally gets that need in and out. And it's really quick, but most often than not, the more, the more pieces of your business that you're having somebody touch, the more room for error and really just the more room for training and, and fixing and retraining, et cetera, you know? Totally. Yes. I love that. Um, So did you mention that you also had a resource available for done for you service providers? I do. I have a couple available. So the the first one that's probably most helpful um, is um, it's just a business blueprint, right? And so if you're just starting out in your business or if you've been in your business for a minute, it's a great way to kind of reset or set what you're thinking about for your business. So it includes everything from setting your financial goals to figuring out, um, you know, Revenue is one thing and actual money in your bank account is something else, right? So yes. like working through what that looks like, uh, that's included in this resource. Setting up your packages and how to do that is included in this resource. And then the very last thing, and honestly, I think that this is the most impactful piece of this resource, um, is figuring out how to say to somebody else what it is that you do and what makes you stand out. So why, you know, why is Amanda the VA, um, you know, different from Sarah the VA, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's a whole resource in the back of that as well of how to set that up. So it becomes really easy for you to talk about yourself on Instagram, in a Facebook group, on a podcast like this, anything like that. So that one's the business blueprint. And that one's really great. And then the second one is all about setting or resetting your virtual offerings. So same thing. So often people come to the online space and they don't realize that they actually have a ton of skills already that they can start leveraging in their business because they've worked in the corporate sector for a while or they've been in a creative field for a while. So that helps people to comb through the skills that they already have and be able to pull together the ones that they want to start offering online. And again, it's a great one to do if you've been online for a while, but cut, you know, maybe if you're, you're offering things and you're finding you don't really love what you're doing, this is a great thing to plug in what you're doing and work through this process to figure out what you want to be offering from now on so that you don't keep doing more of what you don't like doing. Amazing. Okay. We'll be sure to link to those in the show notes. And Sarah, if our listeners love what they heard from you today, where can they find you? Best place to find me is Instagram. I hang out in stories most often. Um, So you can find me at Sarah, S-A-R-A underscore Wiles, W-I-L-E-S. Or you can find me on my website, which is Sarah, S-A-R-A Wiles, W-I-L-E-S dot C-O. No M, just co. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandadunley.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, 
Each month, I'll be picking one reviewer to win a vision board design coaching intensive with me so you can create your own definition of success. If you're looking for more support in creating a beautiful, balanced life and thriving, successful business, head over to amandadunnelycom slash free call and book my free Simplifying Success Coaching Call, where I'll help you identify one simple shift you can make to cultivate a success mindset and start seeing results now. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. Sorry about that. The dog apparently wanted out, not in. Uh, (laughs) No worries. (laughs) Wants to go outside. (laughs)